stay overnight in the house. They let us have our own um, slumber party, like just the guys, oh, wow. just the guys. So we set up like Grace has a projector yeah. and a screen. So we we set up in the in the parlor mm. and. Um, we all brought food and we watched all the episodes of everything the Cravens put on. Like we watched oh, the Ghost wow. Adventure. We wrote the Cravens. We were making fun of Then we watched The Conjuring oh. before we went to bed. And we all split up and we were sleeping all over the house. So me and my daughter were sleeping right in front of the front door on an air mattress with our heads against the door because you know the staircase is an active uh. area. So we're right there and Grace and Ben and Jessica are in the parlor around that table. And the projector's on the table. Michael goes up to Andrew's room and shuts himself in in Andrew's room. So, in the wee hours <laughs> that night after we finally go to bed, um, Erica and I are awakened by the parlor door open. I mean, oh, it's wow. a heavy door, you know, and it makes noise. Oh, yeah. you want to, how dim do you want it? Because we can turn these two lights off by unplugging them. Um, I can go into the oh, entryway that, and this, turn that one. Yeah, on. this is the only one I think affecting me here. So we hear the door open. It wakes us up. And we're looking and nothing happens. So mm -hmm. I said, oh, Erica, you know what? It's a good time to go to the bathroom. Let's go to the bathroom. So it wakes Jen, it wakes Grayson yeah, and them up. There are footsteps in the parlor. Hey. And a, a figure of a man leaning over the projector. And they think it's Michael and Jessica. And Chris is like, Michael, go back to bed. And roll over and go back to sleep. Yeah. So the next morning, we're all getting up, packing up our stuff. We're going to go to Waffle House. And um, Grace starts kind of, you know, saying, Michael, what were you doing? Why were you in the parlor? And Mike's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't in the parlor. I was in there asleep. And then Ben comes in and says, Michael, why were you in the parlor? And Michael was in the parlor. So we kind of figure it was William Murray. Because he's an inventor. It looked exactly like Michael in terms of build. Because I only saw from my sleeve build haze on just the broad shoulders of someone. So I was just like, Michael. Yeah, you're probably going to want to stand closer to Mike. Okay. Three need to be right up on And it's set for. Do we want to set it for surround? It, on the, yeah, it should be on the grill. Okay. okay. Alright. You want to do a test? Well, it was running. Not today. Oh, it is It snapshotted it and kept it. So. Oh, that's cool. Taking forever. It'll work. It's going. I'm going to go. Yeah, it was, it was still running. We're, uh, here, let me make sure where we need to stand the image. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Actually, yes. This is where I feel like you look like Tommy. <laughs> oh, we're going to do a podcast. Can you see the table? All right. So if we're all right here, is it picking up? Yeah. Check, yeah, check, check. That's pretty. Okay. All right, and then when we have... Yes, Shane, don't destroy things. Please. You're putting stuff everywhere, huh? I didn't <laughs> I Look, that, look. All right, so they walk over here. Check, 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 check. Yeah, it's, it's check. heavy. It's omnidirectional. It's going all around the mic. So it's good. Mm -hmm. All right. Can you see the table in the shot? 
You need to clean some stuff. Yeah, you need to remove some Nah, the, the table's good. Okay. We got Bonard. We don't really want to show this. The Bonard. It adds. Should I do my dance? <laughs> Somebody wants to see that. Don't do the dance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Laura's in here already. All right. Well, I was moving out of your way. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready? All right. I feel like I need to lean towards the mic. Just talk to it. All right. afternoon date I don't know when you're listening to this but you are so congratulations uh, my name is Tommy and welcome to the paranormal minds of JST as always I'm here with my two best friends Josh hello, hello. Shane and tonight is a very special night because we are at the McRaven house McRaven house is it yeah awesome I'm bad at mispronouncing things. And we are here with two very special people, two tour guides for the house. If y'all want to come and introduce yourselves, this is actually a first. So this is it. Very exciting. Uh, yeah, just. So I'm Grace. And I'm Melanie. All right. And uh, how long have y'all been working at the house? I've been working here for just over a year. Me too. I've been here about a month or two less than Grace. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And y'all had some crazy experiences while being here? Every day. Every day. Every day we come, we never know when we come to work what it's going to be today. Exactly. Man, that's crazy. So, so uh, could y'all give us a little backstory to the house, a little history to it? Well, the house um, is built in three different parts. The oldest part of the house is 1797. The Part we're standing in now was built in 1836, and the front of the house was built in 1849. And um, National Geographic calls us a time capsule of the South because the it's like those periods of history are preserved inside the house. The owners that added on to them didn't really change any of the previous right. sections. Cool. Sounds like a very unusual thing. Oh, yeah. It's it very. very yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you know, we're the HGTV generation. <laughs> right. We want to put shiplap everywhere. <laughs> I, I know when we took the tour earlier, you said the back part was built in 1797. 1797, and, and George Washington was the president. Mm -hmm. Mississippi <laughs> wouldn't be a state for 30 more years. And see, what I found interesting while you were going through the tour was when you're talking about they bought the house after Andrew Glass uh, was killed right um, <clears throat> you know they just added on to it and i right. thought why why add on to a two-story one-bedroom house you know why not just tear it down and make Great your time. own yeah <laughs> <That's right. laughs> literally a column two yeah. rooms, one on top of the other. but um probably they bought the land more than that 
yeah. structure. It was a bonus. And they wanted, and they just built on to make a home. Okay. Probably yeah. somebody would come up to me and be like, hey, I'll give you this land in the house if you'll stop. Like, okay, <laughs> I'll do that. You have, to be kind of, you have to be a seriously bad guy. Though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess but that's true. But be willing to make a deal like that with you. <laughs> yeah. Why they didn't just arrest them, that's anyone's guess. Uh, I take that as a challenge. I can yeah. do that. <laughs> can I be bad enough that they'll bribe me to stop? Give me that land, bro. Well, that's awesome. So, but yeah. Uh, so, what's what's y'all's favorite experience about working here? Just just the difference in the days. Because you come in, you'd be like, okay, so what am I going to expect today? And it could be busy with the guests, slow with the ghosts. Or it could be slow with the guests and busy with the guests. It's pretty much a toss-up. It's and I love that. What is it? Variety, veritableness of the day. You know, day to day is very, very different. There's really no two days that are the same. Yeah, we get so used to things happening, like when we're in Mary Elizabeth's room, the cabinet doors opening or closing. That really doesn't freak us out anymore Mm -hmm. because it's. It happens all the time. And we get used to that and you get kind of complacent. Yeah. And then something will happen. Something big. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on. I work in a haunted house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to step out. Yeah. Right. Sit on the porch for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you had anybody like, uh, I know because earlier you asked about the hardcore skeptics. Do you have people yeah. come in like when the door on the uh, dresser opens? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have people be like, oh, it's because your foot oh. landed here? Oh, yeah, we all like the that. time. All the time. People trying to find the magnets or the strings. Ask or... about the timers that we have. We don't mm-hmm. have any timers, code words, <laughs> none of that. If there is, they haven't told us about it. <laughs> right. a, a gentleman on a tour was a retired engineer, and he did everything but a cartwheel to try to make the cabinet door open and close. And, you know, it just doesn't happen. It right. doesn't happen on every tour. You know, can't, spirits don't do tricks. When we want them to, yeah. you know, they, they interact on their own timetable. Right. They don't say how high when we say jump. Right? No. They're people. They do what they want. <laughs> so what made y'all want to work at the McRaven House? For me, if I'm being honest, it was the possibility of finding Civil War bones. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just the chance to work with history. I, I love history. That's always been my area of expertise. I even have a teaching degree in social studies. And to work with so much history every day was just like, yes, let's do it. I'm the total opposite. The Civil War bones, oh, yeah, that's great. But I wanted to see a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be around. Like, I'm fascinated by the paranormal. So every year for my birthday, my husband takes me to a different haunted place. Oh, and awesome. uh, so he brought me here, you know, three or four years ago. And I just kept coming back. And I was tell, I would tell people, when I retire, I'm going to go to work at McCraven. I'm going to work at McCray, and all my friends are like, yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> but um, I'd retired in June, June 30th, and in August, it pops up on my on social media. There's They're looking for somebody at McCray, and so I just felt like it was meant to be. Yeah, well, apparently meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, sure. y'all have anything y'all want to ask? Do you, do you guys recall your first paranormal experience outside of McRaven, like way back in life? What? I honestly haven't had any, like, paranormal happenings that I could like definitely say that was supernatural mm-hmm. out before before I started working at McRaven my life was pretty vanilla no ghosts or anything but when I started working with like the house and everything it's like oh yeah that's real that's ghosts are real yeah awesome cool <laughs> well for me um I own a house that is haunted 
Wow. And, um, you know, things happened there. It was probably not my first experience, but mm-hmm. a vivid experience. Um, some seeing someone walk across a room right. when there's nobody in the room, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we, uh, uh, for me personally, and I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before, my entire life has been filled with something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, recently, just a few months ago, um, I'm very much that person that sleeps with a pistol next to my bed. Because yeah. being in Memphis is kind of a thing. <laughs> uh, but I, I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm disoriented, like you say, and then there's a man standing next to my bed, full denim clothes. And I reached, I mean, I, I thought it was a man standing there. Right. And as, as soon as I kind of, you know, looked, it was nothing there. It yeah. was just nothing. And, uh, there's always glimpses that, that elusive thing in the yeah. corner of your eyes, you know. Um, the house we just moved from, um, from Madison into, before we moved to Brandon, in my garage, it never failed. Something walked past my garage door. Mm-hmm. I ripped the door open. There's nothing out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. uh, it's something that's always kind of followed me my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually me. It probably, <laughs> it probably is. You're haunting him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, oh, hey, bro, what's going on? Yeah. I'm not a ghost. I just hide in his closet. You <laughs> just hang out in his garage, and it's meant to be oh, as creepy wow. as it sounds. Yeah. yeah. So, it does sound a little creepy, but yeah. it's nice to have you guys here. Oh. <laughs> so, um. I know Vicksburg has such a tremendous history. Yeah. You know, Abraham Lincoln said this was the key to the South, mm-hmm. and the only mm-hmm. way the war could be won if they had the key. Yeah. So, and we know Grant, that was his achieving moment. Yeah. Achieving. I can't talk. So, <laughs> he, he won, you know, and that was, his, his, it proved to everybody that he was a great general. Honestly, I think that's where he became infamous in the South, but also famous in the North. That was his, like you said, a defining moment in his life. Mm-hmm. He conquered the city of Vicksburg. But why did it take him so long to lay siege to the city? Yeah. I mean, if he's a military genius, right? You can look yeah. at Vicksburg and see that it's going to be totally defensible. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know. But the siege was super effective. Mm-hmm. Devastated Vicksburg. You know, in Vicksburg, we should have a sign up by the city limits that says, Welcome to Vicksburg. We hold a grudge. Mr. Murray's evidence of that. <laughs> because, uh, you know, July 4th wasn't celebrating Vicksburg for mm-hmm. years and 1945. Mm-hmm. Or 46. 48. 48. 48. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. One celebrated but, here. Yeah. So with all the history within Vicksburg, and we know the siege was a horrible, terrible thing. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, getting bombarded almost 24-7. Mm-hmm. And little food, you got to hunker down in a root cellar yeah. if you had one. Yeah. You know? yeah, well, you know, a lot of people lived in caves. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, so I know that McRaven House, we, first time here, um, we stayed at the McNutt House, uh-huh. uh, which had some ties to the Civil War. Right, yeah. So do you think just, because we want to find out why spirits tend to stay places, mm-hmm. like, we know probably some of the ghosts here, it's a very special place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think some of it's just because they know nowhere else? Or, you know, what are your thoughts on why the, so, the spirits no, are mm-hmm. You first. The Murrays, this was their home. They mm-hmm. lived here longer than any other family. And the Murrays had the house from about 1882 to 1960. So that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, particularly were um, reclusive here. And they just, they lived here. You know, this was their home. 
Um, the others that we have here mostly stick around because it's a place they're connected to through some traumatic event mm -hmm. that happened. Right. Yeah, and that was exactly what I was going to yeah. say. The Bobs, worst year of their life, they were bombarded during the siege. Mary Elizabeth passed away from a very traumatic childbirth. Andrew killed by his wife. Essentially, and the soldiers on the property essentially died from shock and wounds and illness. And that's a very horrible thing to go through in your last moments of life. So you're going to be tied to the trauma that you have here in life. Yes. I don't want to be the only one asking questions. <laughs> I mean, you're a showman. You're front and center. Um, I know. What is that? <laughs> J-S-T. I'm the last person. Okay. You're the, the team. Name. You're I'm the, the team. team. I'm the team. You're the <laughs> we, we let you be the star, you know, once a year oh, or so. Oh, yeah. It's because it's, <laughs> it's, it's my birthday next week. Is yeah. That, yeah. That's okay. Happy early birthday. Oh, uh, <laughs> So... Um, have you had anybody going back to skeptics? Have you anybody come in diehard skeptic, like no ghosts don't exist all the time, all that, and then they come in and they experience something and they're like, Holy Wait a second! So, um, it was one of my, yeah, that exactly happened. Uh, it was my first one of the first few tours I did by myself. History tours, we don't really like to talk about the ghosts, maybe we'll bring up a couple of stories that we don't mention on haunted or tours something or something will just happen that we have to talk about like oh yeah we have ghosts here and i was just i was just doing a regular history tour and i believe it was upstairs in the bob master bedroom i was the only tour guide working that day and we're in the entryway and we just hear footsteps loud heavy footsteps pacing back and forth in the room and i was just like okay and the skeptic that i had in the group only person there as well he was like, uh, so you have another friend up there, I suppose. I'm like, no. He's like, you're you're joking, right? Nope. Dead serious, part of the pun. We're we're by ourselves today. And we, you know, it stopped after a little bit. We continued the tour. And he we're going up the stairs. He's ready to be like, okay, where's the other tour guide? I showed him the cabinets, I showed him the dresser in the bob bedroom, showed him under the bed, all the little hiding places the tour guide could have been. No one was up there. And he was like, oh. Okay, okay, um, continue, and then we got to Mary's room, and apparently, according to him, he felt like fingers comb through his hair and touch, like, his shoulder, and the entire time we were in that room, he was just like, oh, gosh, okay, let's, let's continue, we shall, please, and that was, that was kind of like, Oh, we got a convert <laughs> but it was it was probably the only time I've seen someone come in as a like hard-boiled skeptic like oh there's no such thing as ghosts and then leave like yeah ghosts are real oh. I had a guy just like in the last couple of weeks he and his wife came in they were the only people on the tour and I was giving him the tour and he was really not convinced right but we're up in Mary's room and I'm telling Mary's story and he watches, you could, I could just see his face when it's happening. He's watching the bed. He's looking at the bed and the bed just depresses like someone sat down on the bed. And he's like, I've never seen anything like that before. But he had the opposite reaction where that guy was kind of scared. Yeah. This guy was really delighted to see something. You know, oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, I never saw anything <laughs> like that before in my life. We, we get two types of people here. We either get the scared 
crapless. You know, the people who will like literally loosen their bowels at the side of something remotely <laughs> spooky or like, oh my gosh, a ghost, finally. Yes, they really excited people. There's really no in between. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so y'all have done several of these like haunted tours with the private investigation. Yeah. Um, do y'all have any stories from that that's pretty wild? July 3rd, um, you know, the siege of Vicksburg ended on July 4th. Um, Pemberton surrendered to Grant. That's a big, important day in Civil War history and in Vicksburg history. And um, so this year we held our July ghost investigation on July 3rd. And, you know, it goes from 10 in, at night to 2 in the morning. So it's turning into July 4th. And we had a lot of activity that night. And as we were um, wrapping it up, we're in the, in the parlor. It's our last room, right? So we're all sitting there. Everybody's in there together. And we hear boots just stomp across the front porch right outside the windows and there's nobody there yeah i nothing as dramatic as that has happened on any of my investigations but i remember it was probably the third one i've worked it was a public one we're all clustered in the parlor room doors are closed lights are off we're listening with our uh, devices we're listening to the rim pods and I asked the question, Harry, could you give us a sign that you're here? And one of the signs that we know Harry's around is the smell of funeral flower arrangements, pretty much like flowered wreaths set up as though a funeral is about to happen. And all of a sudden the room just flooded with like this heavy scent of wilted roses. Like you could tell they probably were there for a while. Mm -hmm. And we do have Febreze plugins, but that smelled like a flower shop. Like nothing that could come from Febreze. <laughs> well, we but, typically don't use those scents. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was just like, oh, I need to step out for a second because it was just so heavy of a smell. Oh, wow. Like you had to open the doors. You were going to suffocate them so heavy. Someone's not smelling too good in here right now. <laughs> Harry, get back on that door. <laughs> back into the park. That guy that was the other guy that was in the tour, he come up next to me, he's like, go ahead and smell the door. <laughs> did, you, did you smell the door? No, I was like, it probably smells like paint. <laughs> you don't really have to sniff the door. If you get a whiff of Harry, you know it's Harry. Oh, yeah. Wow. I imagine. Um, so during the tour, mm -hmm. I was like, I had a couple of experiences. Uh -huh. Um when I asked to go to the restroom uh -huh. as I'm leaving, I'm, of course, I'm the only one out in right. the courtyard, mm -hmm. and I'm walking, and I hear footsteps behind me. Uh -huh. And the moment I stop, they stop. They stop. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, okay. I was like, don't follow me. This is private time. You know, we can talk later. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty typical. Yeah. We, we know that some of the hauntings on the ground are probably residual. Yeah. You know, they're just trapped in the event, and they may or may not see you. Or, mm -hmm. But um, that's... No, yeah, they, they see me for some reason. They see me <laughs> a lot. Um, one, if y'all don't mind a quick story. Um, oh, I was, fine. so what I usually do during the summer months is after I clock out and I'm closed up the house, I usually change uh, into a t-shirt and shorts so I'm not sweating into my uniform. So it's not stinky for tomorrow. So as I'm putting up the gift shop, I'm getting everything in this red bin that we have out here. I'm bent down like this. And clear as day behind me, I hear, excuse me, ma'am, could you help me? And I think, oh, it's a guest. So I kind of perk up and smile like, oh, hi, how's it going? There's no one behind me. 
But as I'm moving everything, I'm, I'm quick about it too after that. I move everything into the dining room and I just so happen to take out this dining room door just to be safe, just to make sure there's no one walking the property. And along the back gate, we have right over here, it's just a guy in like a ratty, you know, lumberjack looking jack shirt, gray pants looking kind of torn and sh uh, shredded. He's just kind of lumbering like he's lost. He's holding his arm kind of just dead eyed. Ooh, okay. Putting everything up and going home now. <laughs> well, Grayson had an experience putting the gift shop out one morning. It was cold. It was like January or February. And um, we're putting the gift shop out. And because it was so cold, we had the door shut right here to keep the heat in the house. Mm -hmm. So we opened up the door to come back in. And Harry's door was shut, leading into the parlor. And so clearly we can hear a woman talking in the parlor. And it, we can't tell what she's saying, but it's just clearly a woman. She's talking a normal voice. Mm -hmm. So we're thinking, how could she have gotten into the house? But we left the phone in the front entry. So we're like, okay, I'm going to stand in the door so she can't get out. And Grace is going to get the broom because we don't have any way to call anybody. So we're just going to beat her with the broom. <laughs> I grabbed the boot broom, held it like a bat, goes, okay. Who's here? <laughs> we throw that door open and there's nobody there. I'm ready to swing. <laughs> Speaking of when when we were doing a tour in here, and I'm standing over there, uh -huh. and uh, I can't remember exactly what you were saying at the time. Uh, I heard like whispering in my ear. It yeah. sounded like a lady's voice going yeah. like, I couldn't make out what they were saying. Probably yeah, one of the Murrays. Yeah. yeah, and then my ears started ringing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's Ooh. crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, probably so. the Murrays because, you know, they spent the rest of their life here in this room. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, Miss Ella passed away here in this room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're actually right behind y'all. Right there. You were standing. <laughs> so I, I had a first here uh, back in Andrew's room, uh -huh. uh, I believe. So I was standing in the corner. Yeah, and you were I, kind of in I, the dark. I felt... What I thought was a tug, and I was like, "Wow, well, my shirt's coming unrolled." And mm -hmm. I, I rolled it back, and then it happened a second time. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, that that wouldn't happen a second time." Yeah. And then a third time, yeah. and that's when I started. I'm like, just, I'm gonna watch back here. <laughs> that chair in the corner. Oh, yeah. I kind of think that's Andrew's chair. That's where he lounges. Like, ah, you know, okay. so typically he doesn't touch men. Yeah. Uh, He's more handsy with women, mm -hmm. but um, I, I am a pretty white. man, though. Maybe <laughs> <Yes. that's... laughs> your shirt is really nice. Right? He, he might have mistaken that for gold, or it's like, oh, I grabbed that without getting attention. But you were standing kind of right at the end of the bed in the corner. In the yeah. it was kind of dark in there. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, you know, maybe he was like, hey, can you get out of my way? Right. Maybe he he wanted to see the other women in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I was blocking him. Right. I wasn't get in there, so he was like, like come on, man. just because he's not. Well, it doesn't mean it can't happen. Right. Yeah. Because right. maybe a lot of men refuse to accept that's what's happening to them, and yeah. so they don't tell us it's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. I get it because, you know, I didn't say anything. You know, right. I dismissed it twice before us. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe something. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking like, you know, Andrew mm. fancies the ladies. Yeah. Um, in Memphis, we have our own special, like, haunted house uh -huh. called the Woodrow Fontaine house uh -huh. and the man on the third floor he fancies men ah. so that's a very interesting thing <laughs> it, 
Our, our coworker Michael actually had an experience with, I can't remember, was it like a slap on the bum? I think it was that, something like that. And Michael was like, okay, maybe he mistook me for a lady. Because he, he does have like the long hair. And that's what <laughs> Michael does. Well, but. Oh, okay. You're not a lady. <laughs> oh. Whoopsies. Yeah. But, uh, so this isn't our first time here. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first time when we first came here about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So this is actually like a year anniversary podcast. Yay. So um, we did the tour. I, I forgot who did the tour. It was a older man kind of. Probably uh, Stephen. Uh, it was a John. history tour. It was probably John. It was a history tour. Yeah, probably Stephen. Yeah, because yeah. about a year ago. Yeah, we would, we would have been Stephen. Yeah, it probably would have been Stephen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was a great tour guy. Yeah, he uh, is. He's really good. And um, we go through the house. Everything's fine on it. Mm-hmm. And we get to the kitchen area, and he's doing, you know, giving his uh, speech about the history of it. Mm-hmm. And I just start feeling sick. And I didn't feel sick throughout the whole tour. You know, nothing. It just kind of just came on me where I had to walk out. Mm-hmm. And I know you said, like, you don't get a lot in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting when you said you don't get a lot in the kitchen. Well, we, we don't get a lot of activity in the kitchen, but we do sometimes see things through the windows. People get pictures through the windows yeah. of this. One night, I remember this lady got a really clear picture of a white, like, misty shape mm-hmm. outside the window mm-hmm. in front of the tree that's right there. Yeah. But it is really close to the area of the mass grave in terms of location Mm -hmm. to anywhere else in the house. Because I know from the dining room, it's pretty much a straight shot. But there is a path that kind of goes around the kitchen. And soldiers do like to frequent that area. Mm -hmm. Shane, didn't you have a sense when we were here that first time you were talking about, like, you were just drawn to the place? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole reason we came here. We were mm-hmm. visiting another location and honestly didn't know much about this place. And I, I don't know, I, it popped in my head. I know that sounds weird, but yeah. I was just drawn to, to go here. Never yeah. heard of it, never done it anything with the place. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Like once Same I here, in here mm-hmm. I just kept, kept coming, coming back. back. My, my whole thing was I was spending spring break with my now ex-boyfriend at the time and you know, we were just, you know, we got the little passports that they gave out. We were just flipping through, and I really wanted to see a historical tour home. So we're flipping through. Most of them are closed. Most of them require reservations. So we called them at Craven House and say, hey, are y'all, like, still doing tours? Do we, like, need to make reservations? And, like, no, 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 come on down, come on down. And the first time I walked up the pathway, I was like, I am home. I am home, baby. It feels so good to be back. And I've never been here before, before that time. And it's just like every time I walk up for work, it doesn't feel like I'm coming for work. It feels like I'm like coming home for the day. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I love to have that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's so awesome about the house? Well, I find awesome about the house, and also some people probably when they first visit the house, they see it strange being a house that lived there in the Civil War and yeah, the right. Bellum era. Right. You know, you expect big columns like Gone with the Wind style yeah. house. Right. You know. And you walk in, it's kind of a modest house compared mm-hmm. to that. And um, I don't know where I'm going with that. I just lost train of thought. <laughs> well, it's not, it, it was never a plantation house. Mm-hmm. And that may be why it's so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was never meant to be a plantation. It was not the center of a big 
plantation. It was, it was just a always house. a townhouse. Yeah. When the front part was built, they built it like we would have a condo, mm-hmm. you know, a townhouse. Mm-hmm. So they'd have a headquarters to, you know, take part in the social season and to entertain business associates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never uh, their home. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I know you're talking about the land when they gave it to Andrew Glass was mm-hmm. about 1180, mm-hmm. 1200 acres. Um, and we know about the mass graves, the tents, and all that. Now, these houses right next door, they were not here at the time? Not originally. Not until, I think, the 1900s. Mr. William Murray uh, supposedly built all the houses that sit in a ring around the house to rent out the tenants. Mm. And Annie and Ella would keep up that business, sometimes selling them off to the city to make ends meet after he passed away. And, you know, they gained control of the home as formal owners. Okay. To support their hoarding habits. <laughs> <laughs> we need more furniture. Has, has any of the neighbors, like, besides seeing stuff from the house itself, like the lights and the people at this house, experienced anything in their we house? We really don't know. So, sure. yeah, we don't know for sure, but we know that everyone in about a five-mile radius on all sides of the house, they will not approach the front door of the place. They're just that scared of the house. So <laughs> funny, you know what? We um, Sometimes... <laughs> We work like, uh, like Brace and I today, we're working a double shift. So we worked history tours, and then we have a little break, and then we work haunted tours in the evening. And um, so sometimes we'll door dash, yeah. right? To, because we only have a short time between tours. Mm-hmm. So one, one time, just recently, it, um, I, we were door dashing, and um, I was waiting for the... We had tried to time it because our last history tour is at 4.30, mm-hmm. and we were thinking we were not going to have a tour. So I was trying to time it so the DoorDash would arrive to, so we could eat yeah. like between 4.30 and 6.30. Mm-hmm. So I call and I do the DoorDash and a tour walks up. So I, I start the tour and I'm just kind of watching for the driver and, um, you know, she's going to get the, the breadcrumbs and I'm going to leave the tour. So I'm in the parlor and I'm doing the tour and I see this arm in the window waving like this in the <laughs> front window. So I, I thinking, well, where is, you know, why is she not getting the food? I'm on tour. But so I, I say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt the tour, but um, I just need to step to the front door for just a second. So I excuse myself. I go out there. There's nobody on the porch. Oh, wow. So then um, she's there. The other guy is there. And um, I say, what's the deal? You're going to get the food. I'm going to get the food. So then my phone rings, mm-hmm. and it's the DoorDash driver. She's at the gate. She's scared to come down the walkway. <laughs> so it wasn't her on the porch waving in the window. We don't know who it was. I had almost an exact same experience with the lady who works at the visitor center. Like we, you know, those passports I was talking about, those are supplied by both visitor centers. And one day we had ran out and we kind of got some more. And I was coming up the pathway, I had accidentally taken the phone with me. The phone rings and it's the lady from the visitor center. Hey, we're going to drop off the passports. Is that okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting the house open now. And she's like, so is it okay if you come to the front gate to pick them up? Because I don't want to go anywhere near that house. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And as she's handing the passports off, like she will not cross the gate. I have to like physically cross the threshold to get it. She's like, oh, I was here when the other owner owned the home. And one time about five years ago today, I saw a horse in the yard. Hadn't been back since. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, uh, 
I want to see it. I want to see a ghost horse. <laughs> right, right. I don't want to see a ghost horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to skip across the yard. I'm going to take okay. a ass on that. <laughs> Soldiers are bad enough. Yeah. Horses. <laughs> they're, they're loving animals. <laughs> What's that face for? <laughs> I don't know what would make a ghost want to, a horse want to come back as a ghost. Right. Maybe he was eaten by his comrades. Like that yeah, I definitely don't want to see Died from me. <laughs> by the soldiers. I was eaten by my owners. I, I was eaten by the, the soldiers. I'm with you. You said cannibalistic. Yeah, I was picturing a bunch yeah. of horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would count as a cannibalism. I don't know if that would be considered as cannibalistic. Unless they too were horses. <laughs> In my head, that's how it played out. <laughs> See, that's where our minds go. Yeah. <laughs> Not the soldiers that hate them. The horses, the horses just hate yeah. them. Don't, the horses don't, are... don't give anybody the impression that we are hosts to some cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. We may have all. a skull on the table. We got a lot of stories, but nobody ever ate anybody else here. <laughs> as far as we are aware of right now. <laughs> so, uh, did, was it here when we did the tour where people would come in with like holy water and try to bless the house? <laughs> I think so. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I haven't experienced anything like that. I haven't. I, I wonder if it was Crescent. Uh, I think it was Crescent. They would have people come in with like holy water, bless the house. Leyland French had, uh, the previous owner had some people come in and try to bless the house because he was, you know, I don't want to talk about about the previous owner, but yeah. he was a bit of a skeptic, like the biggest skeptic this house had ever seen. Kind of dismissed it until maybe about the last two to three years he lived here. He brought in a priest that blessed the house, calmed down until 2008 when he had that <clears throat> very violent encounter in this room that we're standing in and just up and left everything. Everything. Hmm. We're good? Everybody in the shots? Why are you preaching? Yeah, the floors are a bit unstable. You, you would think they would be more unstable in the oldest part of the house, but it's actually the middle section that's kind of, oh, you got to watch out for the floors. You said that the, the, the floors were growing, like stuff was growing up through the floors? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, Annie and Ella Murray didn't like to have people in the house. They yeah. were very reclusive. Yeah. So they just kind of lived here, and I guess they had rose-colored glasses, sort of. You know, they didn't see how the house was deteriorating. Oh, it's just a few cracks. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I guess that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I can imagine having stuff growing up through my floors, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit of, I'm not that much of a knee freak, but it, if it gets to that point, uh, maybe I need to think about that. I'm out here reading my, my living room floor. <laughs> people like house plants. I mean, it's just... That's well, fair. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> well, maybe that's what drew that horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Medieval times and other, you know, even sometimes in the 1700s, they didn't have wood floors, yeah. dirt floors. Yeah. yeah. Did fire. Yeah. Turn everything into a history lesson, Tommy. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, now, may I ask how young are your listeners mostly? What do, what do they, do you know, the like median age sure, range? Demographic? 12 to 64. They need some education. <laughs> some of them need right some education. <laughs> Trust me, I worked with high schoolers for two months. They need some mental education. Oh yeah, they need he's, he's very much the history guy. Hey, I, I don't, I don't get a lot right. I do. Like, yeah. 
So, uh, not bad for a high school dropout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some of the most well-educated people are high school dropouts. Well, as, as Mark Probably Twain said, uh, I never let schooling get in the way of my education. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we, we started this podcast because we, we were very interested in the paranormal. We believe in the paranormal. Mm-hmm. You know, it, granted, if it's concepts through what science can prove or what it can't prove. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> So yeah, it's all about learning, yeah. and that's why we did it. You know, we want enjoying these investigations. We enjoy these investigations and meeting awesome right. people like y'all well, and all that. We hope you're gonna, you know, yeah. find something amazing here in We we do too. At least it'll be something to tell your grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, we, de- we definitely want to thank you for joining us on our yeah. one year anniversary of starting yeah, absolutely. all of back, back where it all started. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've enjoyed having you tonight. It's great taking you around. And absolutely. I'm, you know you're coming back. So oh, yeah. once you've been to McCraven, you, you have to will come, come back to McCraven. Yeah. I, want, I want to bring my son and wife here and yeah. enjoy it. You know? Well, we also have a little Halloween event coming up. It's the last two weekends of October. We do something called Candlelight. It's pretty much like the haunted tour that y'all saw today, except the tour guides, we dress up as the owners and we tell their stories as though we were the ones who lived them. And we have like a little lanterns totally dark throughout the house. Y'all have like little electric candles to take with y'all. It's really fun. Yeah, we add a little extra. It's the only time of the year that we... We're allowed to be camping. Yeah. Just a little. (laughs) When we really kind of try to, you know, actually scare y'all, but... Most of the time, it's, it's just, a little artistic. Yeah, well, artistic license. Yeah. Most of the time, it's just what you see is what you get. We don't have tricks. We don't have smoke and mirrors, as my coworker Michael will tell you. Everything is pretty much the genuine deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But if you experience something here, it's because it happened here. Yeah. Right. So we hope you guys experience a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Right. And that other people will want to come experience it too. Never dull day at the McRaven House for sure. <laughs> <laughs> And we, we, we did want to give a shout out to Michael because I know he was excited for us yeah, to come here. Yeah. And, he's a, he's you know, a fan. He's a fan of your podcast. So oh, yeah. Sad that he's not here. Get us here in spirit. He's here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably would because he's a skeptic too. So, <laughs> well, go, uh, Also, I would recommend go check out his, I don't know if I should plug his channel, no, but yeah. his right. channel, uh, he has a little podcast on YouTube called The Legend Has It Podcast talks about all sorts of uh, cryptids, little myths around the world. Uh, his recent one that he, po- I think it was the last one he posted, um, it was on the modern day witch hunts in, uh, I think, Africa and the Middle East, that sort of area. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, well, thank y'all. Do y'all want to give anything to our listeners because, you know, get them out here because you guys have got yeah. to come out here to this house. Yeah, you guys got to come out here get experience here for yourself. If you're a skeptic, take the history course. We welcome you to come here and see if you can disprove what you're experiencing. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, we do haunted tours. We do history tours. We do sell you a combination ticket, give you a little break on the price of that. We, uh, we do and, the um, full gambit of things. We have a public ghost investigation every month. Mm-hmm. Um, our October investigation is sold out. Yeah. October is a hot month for the paranormal. <laughs> um, but, you know, we have one every month. We have one coming up November 12th. And um, the ghost investigation, we have the equipment um, that you see on TV. We get the snacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Snacks. Well, they, they did supply snacks. Yeah. It is awesome. <laughs> so. Tasty snacks. Free food with everybody here. Yeah. But, um, or you can do, like you guys, book a private investigation. Mm-hmm. 
or private ghost hunt or ghost haunted tours. We do all that. This on our website, McRaven yeah. Tour Home on Facebook. Uh, we're also on McRaven Tour Home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, reservations are not really required for a normal haunted or history tour or public ghost hunt. Yeah. But if you would like to make uh, one, just give us a call. We'll hook you up right away. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is tonight's episode. I don't know why I paused so long. <laughs> That's okay, I'll take it out. Good, because I'm horrible at this. You're gonna leave this whole part in. Probably. Okay, so <clears throat> again, I'm bending down to the microphone. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That's tonight's episode. I We really wanna give a huge shout out to McRaven House and thank them for allowing us to come down here and just even being a part of this, this is awesome. It's the first time for us. So guys, please go check out McRaven House. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna be open Halloween night. We're open, we're, we're gonna get on the altar <laughs> tours Halloween night. Uh, tours Halloween night. Yeah. So y'all check it out. Um, and check us out. Uh, we're, you know, we're on every podcast channel. Uh, we have a YouTube channel where, you know, Shane builds stuff. I do paranormal history, and we got to look pretty. He looks pretty. <laughs> You're so pretty. Oh Lord. Oh. But um, yeah, check out the YouTube. Please like, subscribe. Helps us out. And as always, tell us what you think. Let's go get some ghosts. Let's go get some ghosts.